You're listening to the Brooke Snow Podcast, conversations to help you look forward with faith, faith in yourself, faith in God, and faith in your own mission and purpose. I'm your host, Brooke Snow. You have episode 67, Something Better. When you hear the phrase, God's will be done, what does that mean for you? Have you ever prayed for something and not received it? Have you ever wondered if these moments mean that God's will for you was to not receive or not be happy? In today's episode, we're going to talk about the true nature of God, His abundance, and how His will actually guides us to receive something even better than we can conceive on our own. If you enjoy this podcast, I know you would love my book, Living in Your True Identity. It's available on Amazon and filled with 21 tools to help you live life as the best version of yourself. As a special announcement, my 10-month mentoring group opens the first week of February. This is my flagship program, and it's called Mastering the Art of Showing Up. I only open this once a year, and yes, it is 10 months long. <laughs> Remember, by small and simple things are great things brought to pass. But we need the benefit of time on our side to see things compound into something great. I'll be opening doors soon, and I would love to plant a little seed in your mind if this might be a good support for you this year. I promise to share more details next week. For now, I invite you to just ponder this idea and ask if it might be right for you. Thank you to all of you who have left a review for this podcast or you have shared it with a friend. As you may know, I'm not active on social media. This is a deliberate choice that helps me to have the creativity and the focus to make this podcast the best that it can be. So the only way this podcast grows is by word of mouth. It's by you. Thank you so much for taking the time to share this with your friends and support this effort. I love you for it. Today's review of the week comes from Mahenrich. She says, I have put off writing a review because I don't think my words can adequately portray how much this podcast has improved my life. Brooke's podcast magically appeared during a time I was trying to piece my life back together. I drank in her book, which she read on season two, and allowed it to fill in every crevice of my broken vessel. I purchased her meditation course and it has healed my unseen wounds. I know I have only scratched the surface of what that course has the power to do in my life. But the highest compliment Brooke could receive came from my 14-year-old son. After a stressful evening of me trying to help him get through a procrastinated project, he came to me and said, that Brooke Snow stuff is really helping you, mom. Before her, you would have freaked out, screamed, and walked away. Then today, I was explaining to him why his father got frustrated with him. He said, yeah, dad needs Brooke Snow in his life. (laughs) Her principles work. Of course they do. They come from angels. Mahenrich! Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And I have to say, I have the greatest listeners ever. Why? Because you don't just listen, you put things into practice. We live in a society of information overload, and it's so easy to just listen and file things away for later. But you have totally gone the extra mile and you've made changes in your own life. And I have to confess to you, I used to be a screamer to my kids. I used to lose my temper and be so reactive all the time. The reason I have a podcast is because it's my own personal growth project. I understand that for me, the way to really, really deeply integrate what I learn is if I teach it to somebody else. The things I share here have been what has helped me to become more proactive instead of reactive. And once I teach it, I understand it better and I practice it better. 
I love that your son has noticed this change in you. What an amazing compliment to you of the work that you've been doing. Keep going, you're doing amazing. And thank you so much for sharing your review. If you want to be the reviewer of the week, please leave me a five-star review in iTunes and share your favorite takeaway so far. Your ratings and your reviews and your shares, this is what makes this podcast possible. So thank you so much for listening and for sharing. Recently, my friend Sarah Jane told me a story that thrilled me. And so I quickly got the book that it's from, and I've been captured by it ever since. The story comes from Wendy Nielsen, the wife of our prophet, Russell M. Nielsen. And it's found in her newest book, The Heavens Are Open, which I'll link to in the show notes. I'm going to quote quickly from this book and share this story. She says, when we pray, thy will be done. We let the Lord know we are ready to receive whatever he is ready to give to us, or perhaps whatever he knows we are finally ready to receive. That reminds me of a prayer offered by a dear friend. One day, my future husband asked me to find a home for us. Only a few people knew we were engaged, so he couldn't go looking for a home. We weren't ready for the rumors. Our friend went house hunting with me. And I found a home I liked immediately. I could see all kinds of possibilities for my husband-to-be and me. I asked our friend if she would quickly offer a prayer. The elder Nelson and I could own this home. She did, but she changed the words. (laughs) She prayed, please help elder Nelson and Wendy to acquire this home or something better. As I drove to my home, I kept remembering the words or something better. I phoned our friend and said, do you always pray that way? I never knew you could add that little tagline or something better. She laughed, never really answering my question. Later that evening, those unusual words were still lingering in my mind or something better. I called our friend. Do you know who else prayed for something better? The prophet Joseph Smith. We recalled together the story of Joseph Smith and Emma sitting down to a meager meal of cornbread. The prophet prayed, Lord, we thank thee for this Johnny cake and ask thee to bring us something better. (laughs) Moments later, there was a knock on the door. It was a man bringing some flour and a ham to the Smiths. Is there something better that the Lord would bring to us if we would let him know that we are seeking his will for us and his will alone. What would help us to grow spiritually to the point that we only want whatever the Lord would deem to be something better for us, something that is so much better than we even know to ask. I should add as a postscript that the next time I went house hunting after the something better prayer by our friend, The Lord led me to a home that was far more suited to the needs of my husband and me. It was indeed something better. Close quote. Isn't that an amazing story? I haven't been able to stop thinking about it ever since my friend shared it with me. It's thrilling to think of all that could come forth as blessings into my life if I was willing to allow the Lord's will to truly be done. But to really allow this to come to pass, I think it's worth examining what we really believe about the Lord's will. Have you ever not received what you prayed for? 
Have you ever not received what you've prayed for and maybe assumed the Lord's will meant that he only wanted you to receive something less? Have you ever assumed that his will for you was that you not be blessed or not receive? I can think of many times or goodness, many years in which I believed that God's will for me was not at all about receiving something better, but about receiving something worse. I think about the years that I spent single before finding my husband. I deeply desired to get married and I prayed to find my husband, but my dating life was pretty much non-existent. I think of the years that I spent building my business and personal growth, creating courses and hoping to coach people. I prayed intently that I'd be able to actually have business, that someone would sign up, that I'd be able to make enough money to do more than just cover my costs of having a business. For four years, I prayed that the things I would make would sell. And yet I barely covered my costs for four years. Some years I was actually in the hole. When I first announced that I was receiving coaching clients way back in 2016, nobody booked, (laughs) not one person. I remember wondering if perhaps God's will was for me to not have anything that I was working for. Perhaps his will was that I have something worse. And yet the beauty of praying for our heart's deepest desires and adding on this lovely tagline or something better is that it reflects God's true nature. The Lord indeed does desire to give us something better. He's promised to give us all that he has, but receiving this depends 100% on our ability to receive. Too often we block what he is giving because we think it's all supposed to look one way. We think we know what is best instead of trusting that his will really does mean something better. We forget God's true nature. We forget who he really is. In 2014, Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf shared this amazing insight in the October General Conference, saying, Part of our challenge is that we imagine that God has all his blessings locked in a huge cloud up in heaven, refusing to give them to us unless we comply with some strict paternalistic requirements he has set up. But the commandments aren't like that at all. Now listen here. He says, in reality, Heavenly Father is constantly raining blessings upon us. It is our fear, doubt, and sin that, like an umbrella, block these blessings from reaching us. His commandments are the loving instructions and the divine help for us to close the umbrella so we can receive the shower of heavenly blessings, close quote. This image of God freely and constantly raining blessings upon us is the true nature of our heavenly father. It is our fear, doubt, and sin that like an umbrella block us from receiving. I feared and doubted I would never find a husband. I feared and doubted that I would never, ever be able to build a viable business or make any sort of impact with my work. The reason I love this idea of adding this little nugget of, or something better to our desires and our prayers is that it is an immediate act of faith, faith, which is the opposite of fear. 
It is an immediate act of hope. Hope is the opposite of doubt. It puts the umbrella down. It allows us to be open to God, delivering what we ask for or something better. We're open to whatever comes, however it comes, whenever it comes. But Elder Uchtdorf said that there were three things that block us, fear, doubt, and sin. Sometimes I think the most common sin that blocks us from receiving is simply not acting, not following the little promptings that we receive that are like breadcrumbs leading us down the path of receiving what he has for us, the path of receiving something better. It is true that some things may take longer. God's timing is so divine. Back in 2001, I was in college studying music composition. The Institute Choir I was in received an invitation to sing in the upcoming Worldwide General Conference for the Church. And to my utmost delight, the conductor told me that the song he had chosen for the choir to sing was one of my own hymn arrangements. I was so thrilled. I felt there was no greater honor in the world than this. No greater honor than having one of my own hymn arrangements sung for General Conference. Composing music was my whole world back then. It was my dream to write sacred music. I envisioned a career of being able to do this and this felt like an open door to my long-held dream. Because I left to serve a mission before the conference, the opportunity was an especially tender one for me, as I imagined watching conference from Canada and seeing my choir friends and hearing my own arrangement. It would be my special connection back to home, my special connection to this conference. This opportunity meant so much to me. It was as if my own testimony could be born through music to every member of the church in the entire world. A few weeks before conference, I received a letter from the conductor informing me that there had been a change and that my song was no longer on the program. I was absolutely heartbroken. It felt like all my dreams were dashed to pieces. This was the opportunity of a lifetime, and now it was gone. I don't know if I would ever have an opportunity like that ever again. I was absolutely devastated. I mourned the death of an opportunity that never came to be. A few years later, I was driving home from school one day, and the memory of this lost opportunity came into my mind. And I remember feeling the pain and the regret wash all over me again. But suddenly a thought came into my mind. I still remember the exact location of where I was driving when this thought came. The thought was simply, Brooke, the Lord has something even better. That was not your only opportunity for your music to be shared with the world. I hesitate even sharing this experience with you because that something better still hasn't happened. That was over 17 years ago. Last summer, I heeded the invitation to submit new music for the newly announced church hymn book and primary songbook. I spent all summer composing 10 new songs to submit. There have been moments I've wondered to myself, is this the something better? 
Will one of my songs be chosen to be in the hymn book or songbook and be sung by members of the church all over the world? Is that something better? I still don't know the answer to that. We've been told it will take a few years to finalize the details of the new music. Perhaps this is the something better I was promised so long ago. And if it's not, I have total faith and hope that it will be something even better than that. God is constantly raining blessings upon us. He desires to bless us with something better. As we come to learn his true nature, that he isn't withholding, that he truly has something better, we open ourselves to receive. We exercise faith and hope and righteousness to put down the umbrella that blocks us from what he is showering down in abundance. What in your life have you been yearning for? Have you received it? Have you prayed for God's will to be done? Have you considered the possibility that God's will can take our desires, those pure intentions that he's planted within our own hearts, and bring us something even better? Than our own limited vision. God is not a God of scarcity. He is not a God of less or worst case scenarios. He is God of the entire universe. He is the creator of all things, master of all things. All things are possible with God. What would happen if we allowed him to show forth his mighty works in our life by putting down the umbrella of fear, doubt, and sin? What would happen if we asked for what we want and need or something better? What would happen if we allowed God's will to be interpreted in our minds and hearts for the abundance that it really is? What would happen if we opened to the possibility that there could be something even better? Imagine your life open to receiving something better and look forward with faith. Do you listen to these episodes and love what you hear and wonder where to start? I invite you to take my Christian meditation 40 day challenge course. Meditation is my most important practice of the day. And I use it for so many things, including seeking for something better. (laughs) Meditation helps me to align my will with God's to open up to receive all he has for me. But the key is consistency. That's why I love that this is a 40-day challenge. Challenge is to do it for 40 consecutive days. But starting a new habit and even more so being consistent with it can be tricky. This is why I offer every student a free buddy pass, allowing you to handpick your own friend or family member to take the course with you. You get your own accountability partner and you both do the challenge together. Two people start a new empowering practice instead of just one. If this is calling out to you, I invite you to register at the link in the show notes or find it on my website at brooksnow.com. You can do this. I am cheering you on. 